The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, here we go on this Monday Martin Luther King Day. It is Monday, January 20th. Good morning, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan. The John DePietro program as we kick things off. Good morning, Elizabeth. Hola, Ryan. Folks, we have a great program in store. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Boy, what a beautiful photo of Patricia from West Fountain, who is in the uh, picture of her in the Sunday. Sunday paper, which I'm going to hold up to uh, everybody can see on Facebook Live. Uh, very, very uh, terrific, actually. Very flattering. Vintage snapshots from Warwick and Cranston. They do, the Providence Journal do, is doing a series of this, and they held up. There she is, Patricia Vacola, Cranston High School West, became a pioneer for girls sports in Rhode Island in 1971 when she challenged the boys' only rule in golf. So I'm holding it up to uh, everybody can see on Facebook Live. Very, very happy for her. Good morning, Dennis uh, O'Reilly. So, uh, but this portion of the program, folks, I'm so happy for her. You know, I had heard about that. When we had her, we did the uh, live broadcast for the Prince of Providence uh, from that very successful show at Trinity. And then we were across the street and we had her on and she was terrific. And she talked about that. Uh, She's very modest about it, but she'd actually worked it in because she had played golf when she was very young. She had played, actually had played golf with... Uh, uh, former Mayor Cianci. Let me adjust the camera a little bit. Trying a new angle here. Good morning, Johnny Grosco. Uh, but this portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you are ever in an accident, and it can happen. Now, listen, there's a lot of ice out there, and there's a lot of nitwits, and there's a lot of people uh, that are, well, people are always celebrating these days, but they're definitely celebrating because a lot of people have today off. So if you are ever in an accident, hello there. Good morning, Ginger. Hello there, Robert. Uh, please call me one. Uh, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Remember, they're going to work for you. Good morning, Michael. Not the insurance company, West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. All right, it is the John DePietro program. Phone lines are now officially open at 401-766-1380, 401 401- 766-1380. We're going to start off, <coughs> excuse me, a little bit of an open line. There was a women's march over the weekend. And if you check the Facebook page, by the way, if you're on Facebook, find my page. It's John DePietro Show. We have different polls that are out. It is a full happening. And uh, we, we, I was able to get some video from the women's march over the weekend. Uh, Pork Boy and all his, uh, some of his fans, not many of them. You know, uh, several years ago in 2017, think about this. In 2017, when they had the, quote, Women's March, the weekend after, uh, or the weekend that the president was inaugurated, President Trump, hola, Chris Moran. I like that, Joey Medeiros. I have a dream that the governor goes away. You know what's interesting was Saturday was the anniversary of the Howard Dean, I have a scream speech. And look at how, you know, now the Iowa caucus is still more than two weeks away. The Iowa caucus is the Monday 
after the Super Bowl, which they're now calling Super Monday, by the way. How about that, how Fox is encouraging everyone to call in sick and take it off. But anyhow, um, and, and at that time, they literally, they did have thousands of people out of the Women's March. Well, the Women's March now, if you go to my Facebook page and you can look and see how the amount of people that attended are way down, I believe more and more people, this is my thought now, I think more and more people are coming on board with President Trump and realizing they don't want the type of America that Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders or Biden or someone like that um, would bring. And I, I believe as long as the economy remains strong, there's so many different factors right now. I'll tell you one group that seemingly right now looks like they're going to sit out this election, and that is the African-American community. They are not engaged in any way. They certainly don't feel connected to Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. And them on the sidelines, that's, that's big. So President Trump, they're doing tremendous outreach to try to uh, reach that community. But anyway, let me go back to, if you look at the Facebook page, this is uh, the poll ends in one day. We have a poll up right now. Uh, should Central Falls receive an extra $1 million in school aid to educate 500 kids from Guatemala? I'm looking at right now, one point, almost 2,000 votes. You can vote. And right now, it is close. See, a number of illegals, and there's nothing I can do about it at the moment. We're trying to look into it, where we would only have citizens on the Facebook page. But anyhow, a number of people have infiltrated uh, our Facebook page, John DePietro Show, and voted. So right now... The poll question, should Central Falls receive an extra $1 million in school aid to, 500, to educate 500 illegals from Guatemala? Yes, they're here now, do it, or no, American kids first. Right now, 52% say no, the money should go to American kids first. Let's have a thumbs up uh, on Facebook Live. Yes is 48%, so it's very close. So there's one more day left. Share that with your friends. If you haven't voted yet, go to the Facebook page and, um, and vote on that. Now, again, also, I just want to skim down because there's some good things. If you have uh, not checked out the uh, Facebook page, there's, uh, that's right. Dennis O'Reilly said, God bless President Trump. Damn right. Uh, who else did I see there? Hola, Joe Roberts and, um, and a lot more. Hold on. What did I? Um, okay. Oh, there it is. So you see a Dan York fan. Have you seen this lady? Now, I can't play her language. Good morning, Karen Ann. I can't play her language on the radio, but I have it on the Facebook page. Um, I'm going to hold it up to those that are watching on Facebook Live. There she is, big Dan York fan at the march, and I'm going to play some of the sound. 171 comments. There you go. Um, yeah, that's right. I like that, Kevin. Pork boy would keep her on the line, ask her to come in studio for an interview. Probably would, actually. Um, hold on. Let me get a... Can I do that? Why won't let me do that? You know, Facebook is such a pain sometimes. So anyhow, you can do that. You also have um, a number of Pork Boy fans with the Women March. Now, coming up at 1 o'clock, we're going to have impeach and convict this crime boss. Look at this, Pork Boy and uh, some of the people. She's special, all right. That's right. We're going to have this young woman who was there. And, um, folks, the Women's March, the language. You know, I have video. Oh, also, it's just some of the other things that are on the Facebook page. How about uh, Mayor Pete's husband canceled a fundraiser in Providence Friday night that they were supposed to have at the Dark Lady. It's a gay club. Uh, that was one of the clubs that Jeff Britt, who's going on trial, that he was banned from. But um, So he wouldn't go to it because they have a dancer poll. And the people of the Dark Lady of the gay club, they were saying, listen, we're a gay club. We've always had a dancer poll. Uh, we're never taking it down. 
So the question is, um, was he right to cancel the fundraiser at the gay bar, the Dark Lady in Providence? 81% said no, it's a gay bar. He still should have gone, even though they have a stripper pole at the gay bar. Uh, 19% said yes, Mayor Pete's husband, Christian, made the right decision. Now, what were there? A couple other things. Oh, good. We'll get to. How about the latest approval rating poll? Now, folks, this again shows the absolute fraud that is going on and took place in the election. It's the uh, morning console poll. And uh, we are going to talk about that with um, Justin Katz coming up. But how about Governor Raimondo? 35% approval rating in Rhode Island, Governor Raimondo. 55%. Now, uh, the governor of Hawaii is now the most unpopular governor in the entire country at 32% approval rating. And Matt Bevin, the governor of Kentucky, he's at 34%. But Raimondo, 35% and 55% um, disapprove of her job performance. And again... As I have talked about, it completely lines up. Uh, you, you go to every other person that is in that poll. Governor Charlie Baker is no longer the most popular governor in the country. He's still way up there, though. But uh, there's just someone that's more popular. But Governor Charlie Baker, his approval rating is at 69%. And his disapproval rating is 19%. He still has the highest approval rating. But the governor of Wyoming, where Chafee is... His a 69% approval rating, Republican, of course, 11% disapproval. And the governor of Maryland, Republican Larry Hogan, 69%, basically 70% approval rating, 16%. But Charlie Baker, governor of Massachusetts, 69%, 19% um, disapproval rating. But as I've laid out for you folks, Baker, so look at that, 69%. Good morning, Melissa. 60, great photos from Cinderella. 69% approval rating, Governor Baker. And what did he receive? 66% of the vote. Meanwhile, Governor Raimondo, 35% approval rating and allegedly received 52% of the vote. Or it's 52-6, so let's go to 53. Margin of error three. Folks, there's no way, as I've been saying, another example. There's no way that there was not voter fraud in that election. Absolutely impossible. Now, we are going to talk uh, Political Monday with Justin Katz about the situation with the convention center. Coming up later today, visit DePetro.com. New blockbuster story involving the FBI and Mattiello. So you don't want to miss it. You just log on at the new DePetro.com. There it is. Good morning, Doreen. Scroll down, and then you can see... First of all, the story that we posted Friday, speaker threatened the convention center. I will put an enema up your behind. This is clear quid pro quo. There's a mess there with the speaker's guy, Jim Demers, who uh, is suspended. They want to fire. And Matty Yellow's threatening retribution if they do. But a little bit later, make sure, probably end of day, check to Petro.com. New blockbuster. We got it nailed down over the weekend. FBI, I'm going to lay out the whole, you have the whole thing. You'll read about it first. FBI, good morning, Sean Sullivan. There's Senator Hockman, everybody rise. Uh, FBI moving in on Mattiello. So, but that morning console poll, we are going to talk about that coming up at noon with Justin Katz on Political Monday. Folks, again, though, you know what I love is um, when Kim Kalunian of Channel 12 asked Ramundo about it, she hates the morning console poll. Hola, Sean, that's right. The independent amigo, that's me. Um, she hates that morning console poll. But everywhere else it matches up. Everywhere else it matches up. 
and Ramundo hates the poll because it totally illustrates that they stole the uh, uh, the election of 2018 with her and Gorbia. So uh, great. Yes. Okay. Good. We have our one o'clock guest. Uh, let me get into some of the sound from the Women's March. So Pork Boy is there with his. Um, oh, what's this? Oh, I'm checking an email. Huh. Greetings from. This is greeting. Oh, listen to this email, folks. This is exciting. Greetings from South Africa. We are starting a company and want to get you involved. If you'd be care, uh, if you would be uh, kind enough to wire me ten thousand. We could immediately wire you 20000 This sounds like my lucky day. <laughs> we get right on that. Huh. You know, just yesterday, some long-lost re- relative that I never heard of in, uh, again, it was in South Africa, apparently left me some money, and all I have to do is um, give them my bank account information, and they're going to wire the money I inherited into the bank account. So <laughs> we're on a roll here. That's right, Sean. Um... <coughs> You know, you know, Marcus, I want to bring that up. Without Mattiello, the progressives will take a lot more ground. You know what? That is not true. That is not true, Marcus, and I'll tell you why. Because without Mattiello, listen, the next speaker would be, yeah, that's right. Parkboy was there with his friends. Um, the next speaker would be Joe Sakachi. And Joe Sakachi, granted Democrat, but he's not a thief. He's not a crook. He's reasonable. You can't have corruption. Folks, there's nothing worse than the economy. And I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, conservative, uh, progressive. You, uh, what was his name that just posted that? You can't have corruption. Mattiello shakes people down. You can't. He acts like a mafia don, right? He acts like, and Frank Montanaro, check to Petro.com. I mean, he's like Sammy the Bull. <coughs> These guys are out of control. You can't have it. They shook down the, the paw socks. And now the next big venture... That you're going to learn about later. The FBI is all over them about the marijuana, of which they're planning to cash out big. I, I, I hear Mattiello talks this game, but what, look what Mattiello said. He said he is the firewall on extreme abortion, and that failed, right? He let that go through. What does he say now? Mattiello says that he is, in fact, he's been saying that he is the firewall as far as Second Amendment. And that's false because he's allowing uh, gun measures, even though Rhode Island is the second safest state in the country. So he's full of it. I'm not falling for any of that. All right, let me play some of the sound from the, um, let's see. This is from the Women's March. Why is it showing red? I purposely changed that to green. Why is that showing red? God, that stuff annoys me. But anyhow, all right, let's hear some of the sound over the weekend. This is the Women's March at the Rhode Island State House. And listen to that. Here we go. Here's one of the speakers. And uh, I want to thank Tim, who has uh, provided us with the audio of this. Here we go. Listen, folks, listen. This is the Women's March. And again, uh, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro, 766-1380. The language is so atrocious. And the signs and all you have to do you know, if Dan York and his listeners want to go there, and first of all, they had a small turnout. They had under 200 people, which is a joke. Uh, but it shows exactly where the uh, crowd lies. Okay? But this is supposedly standing up for women and inclusion. 
And there's, uh, I'm holding it up. Look on Facebook. There's Pork Boy and his listeners, right, flipping off the president. Look at that woman. She's so despicable with the red hair. H- how is that? Wait, what do they stand for? They don't stand for anything. They are the biggest frauds. And listen to the, the video. I can't play the video on the air because the language is so atrocious. But here's one of the speakers. Now, this is Saturday at the Rhode Island State House, the Women's March. 2020, Pork Boy and his followers, and listen to the speech. This is why they want President Trump out of office. You know, I can't wait until November and he beats them. This is going to, they're going to be crying again. I'm going to play again. I was watching over the weekend some of the videos of the Hillary people crying. I was, folks, I start laughing every time I'm watching it. They're all hugging each other and everything else. Good morning, everyone on Facebook Live. We're rising again. Thumbs up to everyone. Good morning, Christine. There you are. Uh, we're up to 43. All right, listen. Here's one of the speeches from the Women's March. Now, they're wearing those disgusting pink hats. The language is atrocious. And by the way, the Women's March, Tansy was there. A number of Democrats are there. Completely linked with anti-Semitism. Completely linked with anti-Semitism. Supporting uh, Hamas. Some more, uh, supporting the Arabs that want to drive my Jewish friends, remember, I'm, because of my affiliation with the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel, I am now half Jewish. I'm half one of the chosen people. But total anti, this is what anti-Semitism looks like. They're completely anti-Semites. But here it is. Listen to her demands. This, I don't even know who the hell this is. Speaker at the Women's March. Again, 766-1380, You can email me, john at dipetro.com. Uh, so that's their big demand. That's the big political demand. They want all abortions paid for. That's uh, one of the big things that they're looking for. Here's uh, some more audio of the Women's March at the Rhode Island State House. Again, you know, because of the nature of... Here we go. You know, first of all, he's not going anywhere. The other thing is, how, how is that, you know, you're making a political statement by wearing these uh, filthy pink hats. Good morning, Leanne. In uh, the disgracefulness, signs that I can't even post because of the obscenity. Most of the speeches, I can't even uh, put it out there and play it because of the language. And, and what do you see? You see these delusional, misguided progressives, and they're bringing children there. The language is terrible. How is this? Oh, we're making a big political statement. He's not going anywhere, Park Boy. You hear that? Nope. You and your listeners can complain all you want, Park Boy. But he's not going anywhere. 
four more years. Nope. Not going anywhere. Now, again, the anti-Semitism, I can't play some of the um, speeches from this Women's March over the weekend because of, uh, obviously, FCC regulations and the amount of anti-Semitism that is contained in it. I don't know how uh, they're allowed to get away with it or why that seems acceptable. But make no mistake about it. Uh, All of the anti-Semitism, the progressive left, the squad, AOC, Rep. Omar, you have Tansy, you have Porkboy, you have Cicilline, you have Alorza calling for the boycott of Israel. And they are taking sides with the Palestinian people. Folks, that, that the overtures and overtones of that Women's March, one of the reasons that it started to fall apart was people in the past that supported it started to realize that it's, a lot of it is rooted in anti-Semitism. So really, really disgraceful. <coughs> but I love this morning console poll against Ramundo, and she can't stand it. I'll have to play again. When Kim Kalunian asked her about it, Ramundo gets so mad. Uh, Governor Ramundo gets so mad about the um, morning console poll that had her one of the, the most unpopular governor in the state. As a matter of fact, her whole demeanor changed. Her whole demeanor changed. Um... See, and that is insanity. Uh, Ted Nisi had put out the story that the speaker argues that he's vested. He uses that JCLS. Um, he uses that JCLS as his own piggy bank. But let me just find. I want to find when Kim Colonian has the uh, interview with Governor Amundi. Where she gets so upset because Kim Kalunina of Channel 12, who was merely doing her job and had the audacity to ask her about, does it bother you that you are, in fact, uh, last in the morning console poll? And to say that the governor gets upset is an understatement. She was, um, her entire demeanor changes. This is the same poll where Governor Armando, because Governor Baker had been the most popular governor in the country, that uh, Governor Armando said, well, you know, he's tall. People seem to like that. And then here she says, well, you know, it's an online poll. I don't spend any time thinking about it. The people of Rhode Island are with me. So I don't, I don't waste any time. I mean, she is spitting bullets. Uh, and obviously it bothers her. But, folks, again, it does not coincide the, the vote total. Sometime this will come out. Someday this will all come out. And then you'll say, you know, Juan was right about the vote total doesn't match what uh, Governor Amundo, as far as what her, th- there's no way. Of course it was, it was completely off. Here it is. Um, well, there's the photo of it. But where's the, uh, hold on. You know, I shouldn't do this stuff live on the air. I should have pulled it ahead of time. Um, all right, so there's that. Well, maybe I won't. I mean, but they don't have the sound for it. All right. Hold on. I hate, I'm sorry I keep saying hold on. 
Uh, let me just try this. Again, uh, Justin Katz coming up at noon with Political Monday. Um, hmm. Ramundo praises uh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg so far is going nowhere, by the way. Bloomberg is absolutely not going anywhere right now in the latest polls, which we will touch on. Let me see if I can uh, know. Oh, thought maybe we could get lucky with this. All right, I'm going to move on. Just we have too much to do. Try to find it later. My fault. Nope, that's not it. All right, I should have saved the sound. My fault. I'm not going to keep dwelling about it. That's what they have put it on YouTube. Is it worth a shot? WPRI, Ramundo? Maybe not. It's just, it's worth it to hear how upset, no, how upset she gets. Oh, here it is. All right, I did find it. Good boy, Juan. All right, hold on, folks. Let me play. It's worth it. I'm telling you. A lot of times people say, let me play this for you, and it's not worth it. This one's worth it. It's worth it. Take a ride. It's worth it. Here we go. I think this should be it. I love that. No, we don't. Kim Colonian. Governor Ramundi. And that whole thing is failing, by the way. Oh, this is it. Here we go. She's so mad about this. She's so mad. All right, it's worth it. Consult ranked you the least popular governor in the country. Listen to this. Um, there have been some questions Hi, about their methodology, but when you see that headline, <clears throat> does it give you pause oh my God. and make you wonder why so many Rhode Islanders we hate are her. not on board with yep. your style? No. You know, I won by a bigger margin than anyone in a very long time. I'm the first governor in... You know what's, let me just stop it for a moment. That's Ramundo now. You know what's interesting, folks, is at no point will she even consider, and I like the way that they're not on board with your style. She won't even entertain that. She won't even entertain, is it possible that for some reason, just your manner of how you are, that people are not on board with you? Let me tell you exactly what happened. They completely manipulated absentee ballots and mail ballots to the tune of over 60,000, spent all the money on a ground game. She stole that election from Fung. She stole that election. That's right, her whole body tensed up during the interview. She's so conceited. You're exactly right, Suzanne. So her whole talking point, she was caught off guard by this question. Now again, this was Kim Cooley at Channel 12 talking to Governor Ramundi. Ramundo was caught off guard by it, took her a moment to remember her talking point of the people are with me and they just said, Gov, it's all false. The numbers don't add up. You don't get 53% of the vote when you have a 35% approval rating. It, it's impossible. It's a 20-point swing. Folks, impossible. If you were doing an audit, if you were doing a cash balance at the end of the day, and you're supposed to be cashing out, and you say sales shows we did 10000 
or no, hold on. Sales says we did fifty three thousand in sales, and then there's only thirty five thousand in cash in the draw. It doesn't add up. Good morning, Arthur. She gets so mad. No one questions the methodology. Morning consult. They spend a lot of money. They do it across the country. They're highly regarded. They're right on the money with this stuff. She's the only one. So listen to the way she answers this. The reason why the numbers don't add up is because we are not with her. Dead people voting, illegals voting, people not properly registered voting, not at the polls. Absentee ballots, mail ballots. That's how they pulled it off. Here's the question again. No. You know, I won by a bigger margin than anyone in a very long time. I'm the first governor in decades to win with the majority of the vote. So Rhode Islanders are behind me. No, we're not. An out-of-state online poll, I don't look at that at all. So you totally dismiss it, think it's false. I don't think about it. I mean, Rhode Islanders spoke last year. No, we didn't. I was excited. You know, we won with 50-plus percent of the vote and and a huge margin. So I care about Rhode Islanders. Rhode Islanders showed up. They had a choice. They voted. I have a mandate to continue the change that we've been bringing. And like I said, an out-of-state online poll, no, I don't pay attention to that. I'm sure not everyone, you know, has... Oh, for sure. I'm sure there's criticism. Let me just stop the tape, folks. Again, do you know anyone that voted for her? Where are all these people that voted for her? That's right, Karen. We're not. Where are all these people? If she's so popular, for instance, I'll give you a good example. As much as any time they want to knock President Trump, right? They want to knock President Trump any time that someone knocks him. How many people listening right now, and I know people, immediately jump in their action and defend the president? Do you know anyone that says, hey, I think she's doing a good job and, and I voted for her? How come? I can't, and I do this for a living every day, talking to the, I can't find anyone that voted for her. There's no way. Listen to the arrogance here. Folks, again, this is Governor Mundo interview with Channel 12. It's so important because no other governor around the country questions this, this, uh, morning console poll but it obviously it really irks her in her craw that she's the least popular governor and has been in the country at 35 percent but what it really exposes is other governors realized there was fraud now she used that quote mandate follow me now good morning donna o'neill she used that mandate as she likes to say of 53 percent and what did she do after that she that enabled her to become the chairperson for the National Democrat Governor Association. One followed the other. And, and her argument and her people, where she was demanding that she wanted it, came down to the fact <coughs> that she was saying she received the mandate of 53%. Now, for her to say that's the biggest mandate, uh, number in a long time, that's, that's false. When Governor Don Kachiri beat Lieutenant Governor Charlie Fogarty, to get reelected in 2006, um, he won by over 50% of the margin, right? You only had two people in the race. Now, 2010 was a fluke election with Chafee getting 36%. And then her election was the fluke election where she won with 40%. The fact of the matter is she's never been over 50% in her life. Now, I'm telling you right now, that election was fraud. 
The numbers don't add up. You ask any, I was speaking to a math, mathematician, and they were saying, absolutely impossible. Mathematicians, pollsters that look at her numbers, absolutely impossible. There's no way you get 53% of the vote with 35% approval rating. Folks, I am telling you right now, on this day, on this Martin Luther King Monday, January 20th, I don't know when it's going to happen, and I don't know when it's going to come out. But you mark my words. You lock this in the bank. You're going to be able to say at some point, and you watch, everyone will step forward and say they knew. I'm telling you right now. Good morning, Anthony. Macarooch. That's a lot. Right now. That was fraudulent voting with that election. There's no way that she got that vote total. It's, let, let me explain something. It's as this pollster and mathematician explained to me. It's mathematically impossible. Impossible. Why doesn't the media dig on this more? I don't know. I still maintain, I think the media gives her in many ways a free pass. And by the way, number one, she's hired a lot of members of the media, right? She's hired a lot of reporters to work for her. They have good relationships with other people they work with. And there are different people that they pick off and they hold that out there to them. Let's just say there is an aggressive reporter. The one they can't get to is Kathy Gregg. They can't get to Kathy Gregg at the Providence Journal, who I have the utmost respect for. But there's, it, it is mathematically impossible. There's, there's no way that vote total with the popularity adds up. No way. No, uh, not happening. She is, that is not true. We are not with her. We are not with her in any way. Here it is again. So arrogant. You know why? Because it's not in her favor. Boy, she doesn't like that question in any way. No, we didn't. Hold on. No, you didn't. Stole the election. Oh. Folks, just her voice. Doesn't her you voice know, annoy you? Existed. I have cut taxes since I've been governor. You have not. You know what? Here's the bottom line. The Raimondo governorship has been an absolute catastrophe disaster. It has been. I'll be the first one to say it. No one will admit it. It's been a disaster. I didn't think anyone could be worse than Chafee. She's given him a good run. I mean, Rhode Islanders spoke last year. I was, I was excited. You know, we won with 50-plus percent of the vote and, the, and a huge margin. So I care about Rhode Islanders. Rhode Islanders showed up. They had a choice. They voted. I have a mandate to continue the change that we've been bringing. What and change? Providence Schools. State online poll. A mess. No, I don't pay attention. To but I know you're out there talking to folks. I'm sure. Providence Schools, a mess. Empty Superman building. Economic malaise. How are things better? Who listing right now feels the state is in a better position than it was several years ago? Anybody? Of course she thinks about it. You're right. You're exactly right, John Brasco. No way, no how. Now, coming up is a disgraceful story on the front page of the Providence Journal. And this is, again, another Raimondo failure. And we're talking about prison guards. Don't call them prison guards. They're correctional officers. Prison guards. At the ACI, 
making over $200,000 a year. Why? Because Raimondo cut a deal with the union to get their support for the election and decided to let them milk us as far as overtime. Now, there's no way. There are ACI guards. They're making more in overtime than they make with their regular shift. It is disgraceful. It is thievery. It is robbery, this business of the quad, which is a scam. And it's all happening on Ramundo's watch. Right now, under Ramundo's watch, the number of state employees is at an all-time high. And the union people just continue to run the state. That's all on her. Good morning, Kevin Laughlin. Disgraceful. Providence Journal this morning. Over 200 people working for the state make over $200,000 a year. Disgraceful. Wrong. What happened to public service? What happened to be, it's supposed to be, that's not what a, a state job is supposed to be, you know, 79, here it is, 79 state employees made over 200000 Insanity. I don't mind the URI coaches, by the way, basketball, football. I don't. But the rest of these people, it's a joke. There's no way they should be making this kind of money. If you want to make that kind of money, go work in the private sector, period. Oh, my goodness. Absolute thievery, but especially prison guards. Prison guards. And these people, I, I'm the Narragansett Bay Commission director. Making over 200, what? In absolute insanity. Among the most highly paid professions in state government is correctional officers. Folks, that, that tells you all you need to know about Rhode Island in 2020. When your highest paid state employees are prison guards, I, I would say you have a problem. I would say the system is broken. I would say that somehow people are manipulating the system. Should not be allowed to go on. Richard Ferruccio, Rhode Island Brotherhood Correctional Officers. Keeps bringing unfair labor practice complaints against the state. Should be, oh, you know, should have been subjected to collective bargaining. Hey, you know, they didn't negotiate with us. Can anyone explain why that that is not uh, um, privatized? Do you, do, you know, do you know how much more money? I mean, are you kidding me? If that was a private company, they would say, here's the job. You're a prison guard and you make 60000 and that's it. Prison guards. They're being paid salary, 60000 and then an overtime, 150000 Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Johnny Skeff. Johnny Skeff, I was thinking of you on Saturday. Big party for Mary Carey. Matt was asking for you. Whitey was asking for you. Obviously, Mary Carey asking for you. And many sto stories told about their valued neighbors, the Skeffingtons. So I want to reach out to Johnny Skeff on that. But anyhow, folks, it's absolutely wrong. Uh, there is something broken. Don't, don't tell me that's just the way it is and all this foolishness that goes into it. Because as we have learned, you know, Walpole Prison in Massachusetts, in Walpole, a Massachusetts inmate in maximum security, the average cost per year to guard that inmate and feed them and house them and blah, 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 is 60000 per inmate. The same inmate at Walpole in Mass., Right? Same inmate. Take that inmate and put that inmate at the ACI, and it's $175,000 a year. There's, no one 
can explain to me. There's a reason that makes sense other than it is sheer incompetence, corruption, favoritism, look the other way, whatever you want to say. That is an absolute broken system. They should ship all the prisoners from Rhode Island. It would be cheaper. Ship them to Massachusetts and say, we'll pay you to guard our prisoners. Why? Why do we have to have state employee prison guards? There is no reason. It's, it's all just part of all the foolishness that goes on. Uh, no one can explain that. And Raimondo, th- that, that is ridiculous. If she were in the private sector, you'd be fired over that. A joke. Prison guards. Well, they work a quad. They work 32 straight hours. Yeah, and how do we monitor that? You can't monitor them. Because you can't obviously roam around the prison. Ridiculous. It's atrocious. You know, that's, that is the Ramundo, Rhode Island. And I wish the media would really stick it to her. She talks about innovation. She talks about educating the workforce, education. The Providence schools are considered some of the worst schools in the country. And the highest paid state employees, the bulk of them, are blanking prison guards. Where, let's be really honest here. You really don't even need a high school diploma. You really don't even have to speak English. My God. That's, that is the Gina Raimondo legacy. Empty Superman building. Providence schools, worst schools in the country, and a speaker who was so out of control with corruption, which I will be talking about as the, the uh, show progresses. That convention center is a disgrace. That is extortion, what he was doing with that Jim Demers. It is. Mattiello, and I'll tell you else about Ramundo. Her greatest failure, <clears throat> you know, I was just thinking this, as much as the media... And the local media likes to sing her praises. I'll tell you what, what Governor Gina Raimondo did, and I was telling this to an out-of-town reporter, her greatest failure was when she came in, they were so caught up, Joy Fox, her press office, they were so caught up and that she's like the most brilliant person. She was going to Davio's, and she also won the Fortune, like top 50 leaders, all about a press machine. Totally underestimated a thug goon like Mattiello who has completely held her back. The fact that that guy is still in power, that is her greatest failure. If Ramundo, good morning, Carol Bliss. If Ramundo were truly honest, if she could go back in time, to me that her greatest failure is the inability to remove Mattiello, beyond corrupt. He and Frank Montanaro, they have the FBI chasing them right now, and yet the guy is still running the state. And runs it. He makes examples out of people, threatens people, campaign people are going on trial, FBI chasing them, different thing. Now I've heard the attorney general is looking into the convention center. It is one. This is what it's like when you run a criminal enterprise. But you know what? She never knocked him out. And he's not leaving. Why would he leave? He wants to cash in on the marijuana business. Think of this. Nick Mattiello, Guido Carvone from Cranston West. And you have Gina Raimondo, right, on paper. Harvard, Yale Law, Oxford, Rhodes Scholar, Venture Capitalist, blah, blah, blah. And Mattiello in a chess match is beating her at every turn, destroying her. They laugh at her. They can't stand her. And they're just waiting her out. That's right. Cranston West, the Guidos. 
I mean, the Chateau de Ville is running the Rhode Island State House at this point, for crying out loud. And that's a fact. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, Immortal Seats, let's just say you want to go see the Celtics or the Bruins or a big show. Well, Immortal Seats, they have your tickets. Call them, 888-933-SEAT, 888-933-7328, Immortal Seats. You can sell your tickets. They have an office, Michael's right in North Providence on Smith Street. You see the view from the ticket that you're about to purchase, no fee. And the best thing to do is download their free app, Immortal Seats. And then when you purchase your first ticket through the app, your first purchase, just type in promo code 30OFF, 30OFF, Immortal Seats. Download the free app to your phone, to your tablet. Immortal Seats, making memories one ticket at a time. And they have all the best tickets. You want to go to the Super Bowl? Immortal Seats has tickets to the Super Bowl. You want to see Kenny Chesney, Taylor Swift? Celtics, Bruins, Motley Crew, any of the shows coming next summer, Immortal Seats. 888-933-SEAT, 888-933-7328. All right, Justin Katz, Political Monday, is going to join me coming up at noon. And then at 1 o'clock, we have a special guest, a young woman who attended. She went there. She's a Trump supporter. But she went to go watch the Women's March at the Rhode Island State House. And, and it, good morning, Scott. And disgraceful. What she had to observe. They are filthy. They are dirty. They are filthy. What an embarrassment. All right, a lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is a perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Henry Oil, folks, call them today since 1947, 401-521-0200. They want to be your oil delivery company, Henry Oil, full service fuel oil delivery, gasoline delivery, 20-hour burner service for contracted regular customers. It's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200. Lockhead lock cap pricing, budget plans, automatic delivery, oil burner service and installation, 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. They do it all. It's Henry Oil. Folks, call them today. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving most of Rhode Island and Massachusetts since 1947. Call them 521-0200-521-0200 or online at henryoil.com. Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer with the area's largest selection and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. So shop Paul Massey where every vehicle is clearly marked with our lowest one price. Now, let me ask you a question. Did one of your appliances stop working over the weekend? If that's the case, good morning, Dr. Lisa. Call 
Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Senior Citizens Discount is available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them, 401 710-7096. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, whether it's a, a dryer or a washer or any appliance, microwave, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, good morning on this uh, Monday, Martin Luther King Day. It is John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380. Make sure you check out DePietro.com. There it is. Speaker threatened the convention center. He did. He made it very clear that there'd be consequences back the week of December 16th that if his good pal, Jim Demers, head of security, that if he was removed, there was going to be hell to pay. He made it very clear. And what happened? They suspended him, and then Mattiello ordered the audit. That is extortion. That should not be tolerated. You can't have that. He was very clear in his threat of extortion. You can read all about it at topetro.com. Now, this is a guy, Demers. He, uh, Channel 12 had reported, I believe, and Channel, I don't remember, but we had reported on, he was the one, he's buddies with uh, um, Mattiello and Montanaro, obviously, but the M&M boys. But they were trying to get his son onto the police force. There's a Rhode Island State Trooper who would not go along with it, saying this kid should not have a gun and a badge. He's not worthy of being a State troopers, 25 different interactions with state police. He's been arrested. We're not having him on the force. And then as a result of that, obviously, you know, the speaker, they get very angry. The speaker gave him basically a no-show, $45,000 a year job. So he's tight with the father. And I'm not going to get into all the details. There's more details about what was going on at the convention center. He was placed on suspended leave with this Amanda Marzullo Wilmoth. Uh, this Jim Demers. I'm not going to, I don't care so much. That's really none of our concern and none of our business. And I, I actually have little to no interest in reporting on that. But what, what is, sticks out here is the, the two days before Christmas, Mattiello orders an audit of the convention center. And that was done as a direct threat because they were, and, and by the way, they were, from what I understand, and I'm going to reveal a little bit later, but completely justified to suspend this individual, Jim Demers. I've been led to believe they're on solid ground with that. So Mattiello basically is like, he's my buddy, you can't get rid of him. And then even threatens them, as you can read. He is, that, that is thuggery. Folks, we can't have that. Who wants to deal with that? And by the way, the, the people that truly run the dunk in the convention, they're a private company. You know, this is the same individual, and he's also a liar, by the way, because I'll give Mark Patinkin credit. Mark Patinkin uh, was doing a story about the Paw Sox and asked him a story that everybody knows, and that is that he was trying to shake down the Paw Sox. 
and basically dared them to leave. How about this, though? Well, coming up at one, you don't want to, hundreds gathered statehouse to oppose Trump's reelection. The Women's March. On the steps of the statehouse, thousands gathered. They weren't thousands three years ago. They had under 100. Rhode Island Women's March. Yeah. You know what it is now? Anti-Semitic. We have to fight harder than ever for our freedom. Women are treated as second-class citizens in Rhode Island and has to end. Who's the governor? Oh, that's right. She's a female. Who's the secretary of state? Nellie Gobia. How are you treated like a second-class citizen? Well, they're threatening that all our abortions wouldn't be paid for by the taxpayer. That's what you call second-class citizen? Well, this whole thing was a failure uh, nationwide because of the fact that the amount of anti-Semitism, the accusations of anti-Semitism structured level against organizers on the march prompted many local groups to disaffiliate. But that doesn't stop them at the local level. That's for sure. See, at its core, the progressives, they are incredibly anti-Semitic. And, and no one, again, no one calls them out on it. Well, except for me. All right, next hour. Uh, uh, you don't want to miss next hour. Political Monday, Justin Katz. Good morning, Wolf. That's right. Um, and more of your phone calls. And then coming up at one, someone who was at the Women's March is going to join us at well. A young woman that as a Trump supporter decided to go and had to put up with filthy language, insults, the whole thing. It's John DePietro. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. We're going to come right back with Political Monday. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. All coming up ahead right here on this Monday, and it's all next right here on AM 1380.